Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing Season 9, Episode 14 of 7th Heaven, the title of which is First Date. And our IMDb user synopsis is, Ruthie is going on her first date, and everyone else is more worked up than she is. That's it. That's it. So, what was your first impression of this episode? Um, I actually really, really like this episode. I, I, I've, uh, prediction: this will probably be one of the highest scoring episodes that I've done. Like I've, we've review, reviewed so far. But I'd also say this is probably one of the first times that I really see why you love Ruthie so much. I also just want to say I was mistaken. I thought that this was the episode that you were going to lose your mind about. It's the next episode that you will lose your mind over. So. Um, well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but I would say, like, Aaron from the beginning has been like, Ruthie's my favorite character, Ruthie's my favorite character. And I've kind of been like... Not seeing it. Yeah, I've been like kind of hot and cold with her. Just Or like, what's the... Te- tepid? Tepid with her? Yeah, that's yeah. a word. It's a word. I don't think that's It works I'm, there. Yeah, okay. I don't know if it's the word I was looking for. But, um... Oh, no, lukewarm. That's what I was looking for. Like, yeah. Uh, but... This episode, just the way that she reacted to things and her just, like, entire demeanor, I was just like, I get it now. Mackenzie Rossman also is not, like, a great actress, so I think that might also impact your opinion of Ruthie. And I also think it's because she's really been sidelined this season and they've kind of given her, like, an entire, like, character renovation, which I wasn't really a fan of. But I did, but this was, like, this was as close to, like, old Ruthie and how, like, that Ruthie would turn into this Ruthie. I don't know. I really, I did really like this episode, although it was like so cliched. But you know, it's TV. Isn't yeah. it all a cliche? Yeah. So let's get into it, I guess. Um, so the cold open we have. It's very brief. Yeah, um, it is we just have Ruthie at school, coming out of a classroom, and she spots Vincent down the hallway at his locker. She goes up to him, and they have some back and forth in which, like. Vincent alludes to, he's like, oh, like, are we going out? And Ruthie's like, you didn't ask me on a date. Mm-hmm. So then Vincent's like, okay, well, do you want to... He, like, formally asks her out, and she's like, yes. So that's the whole cold open, and Ruthie has a date with Vincent. Uh, High jinks to follow. Yes. Uh, so just, like, uh, as a, like, timeline reminder, this is now... The two weeks of her grounding are now up. Oh, also, I just want to say that um, Ruthie was, like... Vincent was like, I was just thinking about you, and, like, two weeks ago, he had no idea what her name was. Yeah. So I guess, like, the two weeks leading up to their date, they've been getting to know each other more. Um, So when we get back from the cold open, the the entire episode really just revolves around this date and everybody's reactions to this date. So, um, that's... So we don't really have, like, different storylines. We start with Ruthie kind of going up to her parents and being like... This, like, look at all the things I've done in the past two weeks. I've taken care of the baby, the boys, um, my grades are great, and you like Vincent's family and Vincent, so... And we learn that Vincent's parents have been coming to church. Which is, like, the only criteria the Camdens have for what good parenting is. Yeah. Um, so... The, like, basically, the Rev and Annie are kind of forced into letting Ruthie... Or, like, convinced into letting Ruthie go on this date. Um, so... So enter Matt, yes. who medical school, again, must be very easy, but we learn that Matt's professor, the dean of the medical school, has actually now sent Matt on a detail to Glen Oak, in which, well, this is obviously just a ploy to have the older brother there yeah. for the first date, um, but, like, 
I don't know, Matt is in Glen Oak because he's studying on some technique under some doctor in Glen Oak who is like the preeminent expert in it because of course that doctor would be in Glen Oak. Oh, and not anywhere else. Um, yeah, we... I, I, ju- I would just like to say that throughout this episode, I was just turning to Aaron and being like, has anybody, has everybody just forgotten about Peter? And he is mentioned once. Well, I wrote, what was Peter? Yeah. Uh, down early in the episode, which is just to like be like, because they're like, it's your first date. And also because they make a big deal out of her spending alone time with a boy. But literally all her, like every scene her, she had with Peter, she was alone in the big house with him or out on the promenade with him or at the movies with him. With no or that adult. one time lost with the lost boys with him. But like, and she had no adult supervision. Like they spent every moment together. But for some reason that wasn't as like panic inducing as this date with Vincent. I guess... This is, like, also stupid because these days... These kids these days... These kids these days. Um, I think it was because they were, like, younger. Mm. And, um, I don't know, the thought was it was, like, more innocuous of a relationship. But now they're like, Ruthie's in high school. She's going to be trying to have sex on this date. Um, but kids like these days, you kids know... Kids these days. Kids these days. <laughs> starting, like, fifth grade. We are on a porch, so... Kids these days. <laughs> kids these days. Um, and then we kind of have this, like, line of all the men in the Camden household ha- having objections to Ruthie's date. So Kevin learns about it, and he wants to have the talk with her. And he thinks he's an expert on this because he had a girlfriend in high school, and they went all the way before they were married. Oh, I just want to backtrack real quick because um, someone needs to drive them on the date because Vincent has a driver's license, but he his parents don't want him driving at night. So everyone starts arguing, like, the next scene. So if Kevin voices his objections, then the next scene is Martin and Mac talking about how they want to be the chaperone on the date. And this is also where Kyle learns that, um, no, it's not Kyle. Kyle? Kyle's the name of the actor. Mac? Yeah, Mac. Mac. I wrote Kyle for this. I'm such an idiot. Sorry, guys. Um, Mac learns that Ruthie liked him, and now that he knows this, he's kind of interested back. Yeah, he's like, oh, our age difference isn't that big, and maybe if we were in college, I would date her, because if she were 18 and I were, say, 20, the age difference isn't that, not that big a difference. But, like, when it's 15 and 17, it's a big difference. So that's an interesting development, especially for a later conversation in the episode, which we'll get to. But, yeah, you were mentioning about the driving. Yeah, so everyone is, like, everyone wants to drive um, Ruthie on this date, then she just doesn't want the rep to drive her on the date. The next scene is, like, a weird scene between Annie and Lucy. Agree. Agree with and that. And that really didn't fit in this episode. I don't... Well, no, I see how it fits in this episode, but just a lot of this was about the men in the family trying to protect Ruthie, and then you had this sidebar with Lucy and Annie where Annie is like, well, look at you. You're, you're just out of college, and you have a baby, and you're married, and I just think Ruthie is going to take her time... Um, and Lucy gets all defensive, and she's like, oh, why? Because Ruthie's more, like, confident and, like, sure of herself, and I'm just insecure, and I needed to rush and get married and do the family thing really quickly. And Annie's like, that's not what I'm saying. I just think that Ruthie will take her time when it comes to, like, I don't know. That she's going to, like, her life path is going to be different than yours. And the way that Annie says it... And they're very different characters, so I think that, like, this isn't... News to anyone. Um, I... I actually wanted them to kind of explore this some more, like this kind of idea that like Ruthie is maybe living will live her life the right way, quote unquote, and Lucy's doing it the wrong way, quote unquote. But they 
then turned like Lucy and uh, well, Lucy Ed. throws it right back in yeah. Annie's face, and she's like, "Well, you had kids really, and you got married really young, so do you have any, do you have any regrets?" regrets? Yeah. And Annie's like, "No, of course not, but like, I just don't think our path is going to be the one that Ruthie takes." And I think, yeah, it, it, it seems like they're stating the obvious, and then they're getting annoyed by it. Like Lucy's getting upset by it, even though everybody knows that Ruthie and Lucy are absolutely nothing alike. Yeah. Um, and then this is nicely contrasted with yeah. a phone call to Vincent in which Ruth, we find out Ruthie is a modern woman. Yeah. I, I'm, I, this is actually, I, this is one of the most... Well, I feel like also when you're this young, I would, like, I don't know, like in high school, like, I just didn't pay for anything. No, never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, well, the, the thing is that, like, Ruthie, uh, during the phone call, we find out that they're going to do pizza and a movie. And she says, as long as I get to pay for pizza and you'll pay for the movie. And Vincent's kind of like, wait, is that really a date then? But, like, she says she doesn't, like, she doesn't really care about these, like, traditional dating, like, things or whatever. And she said, like, Vincent's like, I've been saving my allowance. And Ruthie's like, I'm saving my allowance. So she's like, I make my own money. Yeah, so Ruthie's a feminist. She's a modern woman. And uh, I just wanted to say that, like, this is another aspect of the episode. I think this is one of the, like, the... It's really well written, and like the stories. Yeah, you know, like I'm glad that they did this because they they could have thrown the scene away. Yeah, or just had them been like, okay, we'll go to dinner and a movie, and never discussed who was gonna pay. Um, and you but know. this was like this is very Ruthie. This was like very in character for like the Ruthie that we we've known for years now. So yeah, as you can see, I I really I really like this. This episode, episode really turned. Ruth- yeah. My next note is the twins should have been aborted. Oh yeah, well. Um. The, okay, the twins. Um, we're not even gonna talk about the twins really. If you can't tell, we really don't like the twins. So sorry. They keep if you, popping up randomly. Yeah. I'm sorry if I've offended anyone by saying they should have been aborted. We, you know, we say everything in jest here in Camden Cast. We don't take much seriously. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing but a just like, podcast. They so. kept they kept like sticking them in scenes and having the twins just talk to each other about like Ruthie's going on a date. We should go on a date with her. We should be the chaperones. So there's like this is supposed to be some like cutesy bullshit, and it's it's not cutesy. It's bullshit. That's yeah. a- it's not cutesy. It's bullshit. Um, it yeah, they like that's we're not gonna talk about twins again. Just know that, but they're like there. Yeah. Um, so they eventually do end up on a date. Spoiler alert. And like Ruthie and Vincent on the phone, and Vincent's like, "I want to kiss you again." It's very cute, but the kissing thing is what sets everybody everyone off. off. Now everyone wants to go on the date. Yeah, because uh, the twins run around being like, "Ruthie and Vincent are talking about kissing," and then all the men in the family get very upset. Um, oh, to just I hate to just backtrack a little bit again. Um, it's been decided at this point that Matt is going to be the chaperone on the date. Um, and he's all fine with that. Um, but other than that... Um, so, yeah. So, all of the men are like, what are you doing talking about kissing? You can't... I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's just like your typical, like, I'm a, a protective father. I'm a protective older brother. I'm a protective brother-in-law. I'm a protective random kid that lives in your house. <laughs> I'm a I'm protective a friend, friend of the friend kid who lives in your house. house. That's literally all it is. Um... And then we're moving on to the girls. So Ruthie's in a, I think, a fine outfit for a first date. It's like she's comf- She's yeah, going to dinner and a movie. Like it's not, you know, dancing. The Four Seasons. Yeah. Um, it's Pete's and a movie. They're going to the promenade. Yeah, she's exactly. dressed like a normal high school girl going on a date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she like, and she very, she's like, I wore this because these are my favorite jeans, and this is a new sweater I have. And inst- but like Annie and Lucy are like. Don't you want to put on something nicer? Here, why don't you wear a skirt? And I'm like, let her... She's a modern woman. She can wear pants. Uh, and, and, and Ruthie says, she's like, those are my church clothes. Like, I don't want to wear my church clothes on a date. Oh, I found, Sorry. <laughs> um, 
And uh, I was really hoping she was going to stay in her clothes, but she actually does end up ultimately changing near the end, um, which makes, you, her, <laughs> makes her look like a bohemian. Tammy just found which, a bobby pin in her hair, and that's why, why she apologized. Because <laughs> I did not realize it was there. Um, so we have Matt freaking out about his car next. He's like, I'm going to get it detailed and washed and cleaned, and then I'm going to pick up Vincent from his house so then he can pick you up the proper way because apparently that's what needs to happen on first dates. And again, Ruthie doesn't care because she's a modern woman and she's like, no, I can go pick up Vincent. It's a very, it's like, it's a strange mix of everybody being really, like, really protective and invested but also like wanting it to be good. Like, everything seems to come from Everybody like, wants Ruthie to have a good time yeah. and they want this to go well, so. Um, and we then have Lucy, Annie, and Ruthie having a scene where they're, like, all talking about their first dates and stuff. And we have a Jimmy Moo invention. Which and we then we get a throwback to Lucy the Makeout Queen. Yes. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I skipped something. But basically, uh, Vincent, Kevin is like, look, you shouldn't, like, the, the, he's trying to have the talk with her. And Ruthie's like, I'm not Lucy the Makeout Queen. <laughs> and Kevin's like, oh, that's, you know, that's... We were, like, it was love at first sight. And also, we were over 18, because apparently, being over 18... Means you can make out with anyone you want. In public. Yeah. Uh, but I, this is actually a mention to, as Aaron said, the Lance Bass incident. And also, all of the men that Lucy's dated. All yes. the All the brothers of Robbie and Robbie. Yeah. Um... And now, like, Mac is really invested in Ruthie's, uh, like, date and wants to follow, and, like, he's like, oh. And then there's a conversation with Martin where he's like, don't you think if you weren't in this fam, like, if you weren't living here that you'd want to date Ruthie? And, okay, so I'm going to backpedal here to, like, two episodes ago. Um, We glossed over a super, super important development in the relationship of Martin and Ruthie, which is after Savannah is born... Martin and Mac are walking out of the department store and they're like, Martin's talking about how when he's older, he's like, yeah, I want to have a big family and I want to have a lot of kids. Like, and I like look forward to finding like the right woman who is willing to like do that with me and have a bunch, like this big family. And Ruthie is a few paces behind them. And she just kind of says under her breath to herself, who knows, maybe you will clearly suggesting that like Ruthie's from a big family. She's obviously like kind of, might be interested in having a similar family of her own one day. So um, this is obviously kind of... We've seen little hints before that Ruthie is interested in Martin. Um, This was, like, one of the more obvious ones, and we obviously... Like, I think at this point it's obvious that Ruthie was never actually interested in Mac and that she really just wanted to spend time with Martin. I think that is evident at this point. Um, uh, I agree, and also just the way that she said, like, it wasn't even that she said that, it was, like, the heated glance to him. Yeah. Like, it was very, like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have all those babies you want. <laughs> so, th- then, that's why this conversation with uh, Mac and Martin in this episode is even more... Um, Heartbreaking, because Martin is like, no, she's like a sister, I would never date her, and then but I and think, then Mac goes... I think do- he doth protest too much. <laughs> and then Mac goes on the thing where he's like, well, don't couldn't you see if we were in college, maybe it would be a little bit more acceptable because we'd all be adults and the age difference isn't that serious anymore. Um, But Martin just keeps kind of saying, like, no, she's like, I live here, she's like my sister. Um, 
and he does say she's cute yeah and like all the other like compliments and stuff so who knows yeah he's like she's cute and nice and you know outgoing and I like that but um but yeah so I sorry I didn't finish the conversation about Andy, Annie and Lucy but they basically talk about all their past loves and apparently Annie was also a very true heartbreaker in her youth she separated three friends who were competing after her then we hear about Jimmy Moon and mm-hmm. how the, the K Romantico uh, when they watched the French film and wow, what oh, times! Yeah. Remember that we posted that on our Instagram, didn't we? We did. Um, and then she talks about Jordan as if she doesn't call him Jordan; she calls him Big Lips. But we all know that that's Jordan. Jordan um, was too old for her. I also have written the twins are a waste of oxygen. <laughs> um, um, oh, so then this is when everything kind of picks up. Yeah, the, uh, the, the height of the, the climax. Yeah. So Matt, 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 Matt goes to pick up Vincent, uh, and the house is empty and there's nobody home. But luckily, Vincent and his family have a very creepy neighbor who's like, they left hours ago. The, the whole family. The is the pharmacist. B. Peel, Mr. Peel. Um, so Matt's like, this is terrible. The, like, Ruthie's getting stood up. What am I going to do? So he calls the house and he lets uh, Annie and the Rev know. And they're like, oh, God, what do we do? This is Ruthie's first date. We don't want her to have this horrible memory of being stood up. Um, and they tell everyone else, except for and Ruthie. They, and they all go, they all leave the kitchen. And then the phone rings and Ruthie picks it up. And it is, uh, what's his name? Vincent. Vincent. Vampire boyfriend. Um, and he's like, hey, um, I wanted to surprise you, but I'm currently at the... DMV or like the insurance office it because it looked like a courthouse though. It yeah. did look like a courthouse. That's why I say the DMV because yeah. it looked like a state building of some sort. Um, and he's like, "But we just got the paperwork finalized, um, and I am going to be picking you up on our date, and we don't need a chaperone because my parents like trust me now. I've been driving long enough, and they're okay with me driving at night." So Ruthie knows that Vincent has called her, and he's he's coming directly to the house. Um, he's like, "I just have to drop my parents off at home, and then I'll be over." But then, no one else knows so, that. So, yeah. So Ruthie starts to suspect something is wrong when uh, Annie and the Rev come back inside, and they're like, who was on the phone? What are you doing? Uh, oh, wait, Matt calls. And, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm at Vincent's house, and the neighbors just told me that they had to rush Vincent's... Oh, he says no, he's at the no, hospital. No, he says that he saw, like, he went to go pick Vincent up, and then all of a sudden his dad started having real bad pains. Chest pains or something, yeah. And they had to take him to the hospital, and he's behind behind them. He's getting in behind them. Yeah. So, Ruthie's like, okay, I just talked to Vincent, and he's but on he, his way over here. But he does, she doesn't say but that. But she plays, she, yeah. yeah, she plays into Matt's lie um, to keep Matt, like, to see where he'll go with this lie. Yeah. Um... So then, of course, Vincent shows up at the house. Um, Matt calls again, and well, Ru- Ruthie is like, "I'm going to come to the hospital now to see him." And um, she like hangs up the phone so he doesn't have a chance. He's like, "Oh shit, what am I going to do?" And like, through and we have like all these other scenes where everybody also comes up to her and it's like, "It's okay if like you if like you get you know maybe he changes mind and stuff like that." And we also have a scene with Mac where he. Kinda, I have ri- written down Mac is going to take Ruthie out. Yeah. Be- because he, um, like, sexily pours a couple of glasses of water for her. And, you know, it's like, it's all a whole mess, because Ruthie knows what's going down, and she's kind of letting everybody make fools of themselves in front of her. Yeah. And, like, they're all like, it's okay, like, you got stood up, blah, blah, blah. And then the doorbell rings. And it's Vincent. And everybody's, and Vincent's like, did you think I was standing her up? And the rev's like, no, none of us thought that. 
And there's, like, the whole spiel of, oh, um, he can't drive her alone. Like, oh, them two in a car together. But the women of the family are sane, apparently. And apparently. They, and they're like, just go. And they go, and Vincent drives Ruthie and his parents back to the house where the parents get dropped off. And that's where Matt's waiting. And he's like, oh, your appendix is great. He's doing great. <laughs> it's like, why did you do this? Why are you continuing this lie? <laughs> it's over, Matt. It's over. Everybody knows. And um, they all, like, and Matt's like, Ruthie's like, thank you for, like, looking out for me like that. That was a good lie. And Matt's like, it absolutely wasn't. <laughs> and they go on the date. And all the men in the family, including one of the twins, I think, are, like, a few Both seats. of the twins. Oh, are, are like a few seats behind them at the movie theater and throwing popcorn at them anytime they get close. And then an usher comes and kicks them out and they kiss. Yeah, and the episode kind of ends with the end of the date and like Ruthie being really happy. And when we watched it on Amazon, um, it was like a different song that was playing, but we later found out. Kiss me. Yeah, it's the Sixpence None the Richer song, uh, Kiss Me, which I really like that song. And I thought it would actually would have probably looked really nice with the scene, but. Amazon didn't get the rights. Or yeah, whatever. whoever. Whoever is The distribution doing, rights, yeah, the I distribution guess. distribution rights for the song or the song with the scene or whatever. And, um, yeah, it's... She's really happy. Um, everybody else is, like, calmed down. They're like, oh, our Ruthie's growing up. And, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, so, that's that. Uh, what would you rate this episode? <laughs> Um, I'm giving it a 5.5. 5. Uh, I think I'm going to give this a 6.5. Whoa. Honest, I feel like maybe it's because we've had a drought in season... We've had some pretty bad episodes. In season 9. We'll get ready for the next episode. <laughs> well, well, we're, li- we're literally about to watch it in, like, a minute. Um, so we will be posting some fun shots of men being idiots, um, on our Instagram and Twitter, which is, the handle for which is at CamdenCastShow. Uh, we are also on Facebook.com slash CamdenCast. If you want to send us an email with your thoughts or anything, we're CamdenCast at gmail.com. Um, thank you for listening, guys. We are now at over 50k downloads, so that's huge. That's a lot of listens, so... we're getting close to reaching our 200th episode. Yeah. is also very exciting. But in the meantime, uh, listen to the rest of the episodes, or new episodes, on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Or sometimes Sundays. And sometimes Thursdays. (laughs) Um, you know, life happens. Life happens. Uh, we are available on the iTunes Apple Podcast app, on Stitcher, and on SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast. This is Tanby. I'm Aaron. This is Camden Cast. Be